Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have community builder, and you used to work at a gaming company before, which is pretty cool. Tawana, mm-hmm. thanks for coming to the podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so first off, like I have to say, so Brazil is one country I really hope to go at some point, mm-hmm. and that's where you're from. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you growing up in Brazil? <sighs> Brazil is a very rich country culturally and uh, I'm very proud of being Brazilian and growing up in a in such a like colorful culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a dangerous country. There are many social issues um, like many places. All places have uh, different social issues. So Brazil is one of them. But um, apart from that, that, I think growing up in Brazil uh gives us the opportunity to just like learn about different colors different flavors different people different realities um and that's really nice what are what are some uh do you want to share about some of that richness of the culture from brazil uh, i'm very connected to brazilian music brazilian music is my passion um my dad always like we didn't really have a lot of um, TV channel options, I remember, when I was a kid. But he uh, had a really huge uh, discography. Um, and um, I feel like Brazilian music was always with me when I was growing up. Um, so definitely, if you want to learn about Brazil in a very easy way and like chill way, mm-hmm listen to Brazilian music, like really uh, classic Brazilian music or uh, Afro-Brazilian music is really cool and tells a lot about Brazilian um, history and culture. Hmm. Uh, do you want to share some like names of artists that you can recall uh, from back then? There are so many, but I love um, a state called Bahia. Um, I'm from Paraíba, which is the northeast part of Brazil. Uh, there are many artists from that region, the northeast part of Brazil. But one of my favorite artists are Gilberto Gil, Caetano Veloso. Um, what else? There are so many Brazilian artists that mm-hmm. I could name here. Some new ones that I really love. Do the Beat uh, is a, a very nice artist. I love Chico Sainz as well from Recife. Um, yeah, so I'm very connected to the roots of, of Brazilian music. That's how I grow up and how I express myself even nowadays. Mm. Did you like travel, leave Brazil? Like how old were you when you first left Brazil? Uh, when I first left Brazil, I was 19 years old. I lived in England for a while. Um, and then I also did, um, I had a, a period uh, in, during my university, I studied in Lisbon and worked in Poland. So I was very young at that time, but then I left Brazil in 2015 for good, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, yeah, so since 2015. So what did you do in 
the UK and Lisbon, Portugal, yeah? It was, yeah, it was just like university oh, times okay. and scholarships and opportunities. What did you study? International relations. Ah, explains <laughs> all the traveling and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Um, and Brazil speaks Portuguese, right? Portuguese, yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, it's the national language, but there are probably... I don't even know how many indigenous languages in Brazil that we, we have to recognize that. We don't learn them, oh, but wow. there are tons of languages Holy shit, I didn't Brazil. know that. Yeah. I didn't know. So, like, uh, do you speak any except Portuguese? I speak so Brazilian languages. I only speak Portuguese, uh, Brazilian Portuguese. Um, wait, wait, wait. There's a difference? It's like from not Portugal the, and... Mm, it, we can understand each other. Mm. Uh, it's just a matter of accent. Oh, the accent is okay. very different and, and some words are different as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Huh. So why did you decide to study international relations? Uh, it was my dad as well. My dad influenced me a lot. Mm. Uh, he's a politician. He uh, always worked with, with people and... Um, like social causes and he always um, like I said influenced me through music and books as well uh, so when I was younger I read some books uh, about international relations that he had 2015 you moved which country did you move to so I went to China I why China yeah. that's like so far though Yes. How long? Actually, right. I gotta ask. How long is it? Like, how do you from Brazil? How do you fly to China? Do there you are have to... so many options. You oh, can okay. go through the Middle East. You can go through Europe. You can go through even Canada, oh. um, U.S. Which one did you? Which route did you go? I did Europe already. U.S. Um, I think yeah. I think I did Europe and U.S. Mostly. How long is that flight? That's gonna be like hours and hours. Yeah, you have to stop. Even there is also a, an option through African, some African countries. Um, yeah, so you have to take a flight from a big city in Brazil. There are few, then to another major city in one of these continents, and then Shanghai or Beijing or wherever you. Which city did you fly to? Uh, usually Shanghai, because I used to live in Hangzhou, which is like very close to Shanghai. Did you speak any Chinese? A little bit, yeah. I, I studied Chinese for a year and I, I worked with Chinese you people You have so many layers to you. It's like so eclectic. I like it. Um, so, um, China. But why China though? I wanted to try something different. Like be, coming from in, an international relations um, background and uh, having all that information exposed to me just mm. made me realize, oh my God, I don't know anything about the world <laughs> unless I go there and see. Uh. So I was in Europe, Brazil, South America, you know, been to the US before, and I wanted to see the, the other side of the world. Mm. You know, we learned that in school, like they are grow, like they are innovative, they are growing culturally relevant. There are so many things like food-wise, Music-wise, you know, I cannot even... Uh... How long were you in China for? Uh, five years. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a long time. That was uh, did, a long time. Was it easy, life. like, navigating there with not much knowledge of the language? 
Uh, honestly not. Uh, I always say this to people, foreigners usually, especially people that go there through studies, uh, will have a lot of support when they oh. go there from the, from the universities. The universities are really well prepared to, to receive uh, students, international students. Um, yeah, it's a, a, a whole big world of, of international studies in, in China. They receive tons of international study students every year. So. But you didn't go to study though. Uh, sorry. But you didn't go to China to study. I did. Uh, my oh. first, my oh, first, okay. uh, my first idea of going to China was basically just to study for uh, six months. Then okay. I extended, got a scholarship, and things started working out for me there. And mm. it was at that time in my life, it was a good option for me for my career. And how was the experience of living in China for you? As a Brazilian, um, really interesting, a lot of similarities, a lot of things uh, obviously so unique and different from anywhere you could compare to, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's colorful, again, culturally relevant, um, innovative uh, in so many levels, digitalized, everything, you, you just need your phone to live your life right yeah. I mean, your what phone is, is even I... more important than your wallet like your wallet means nothing your phone is everything yeah what is the app called um wechat yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently it does all the things all the things you only <laughs> need wechat and jifubao alipay which is another app yeah. um and you can yeah it's your life it's your identity mm. basically and that was when you were working in the game company? So the gaming company was a very brief opportunity, actually, through my um, university when I, when I was doing my master's degree in China. So mm -hmm. I got this internship uh, at a gaming company. It was really interesting to see how games are created <laughs> and seeing like how they expand like really fast to different markets. Like uh, in Brazil, I remember we had... Uh, two million users. Wow. So that's why I was working in the company because I was dealing with uh, the Latin American market. Mm. Well, what would your day-to-day -day in that position involve? I, I would uh, do a lot of customer service, so deal with clients, talk with clients, uh, engage with the community of players, mm. uh, create different little events in the game as well so that they could get more coins. Um, even like help them to localize the, the, the game content. So the names of the characters focusing on the Brazilian market. Mm. So they wanted all my inputs. They wanted... <laughs> that must have been a wonderful experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Holy shit. So um, what was the, I guess, the motivation to leave China? Mm. Did you move from China to Canada? Yes, yeah, so the motivation was basically COVID. Oh <laughs> my God, yes. Honestly, yeah, I had my job there and I was working from here, um, home through, through a home office mm -hmm. uh, position. And uh, I was expecting to actually go back, but the borders started to, you know, postpone the opening, always postponing. Then, uh, and my visa here was expiring. 
So I said, okay, I'm going to start oh, uh, what? the immigration process to, to Canada. Yeah. You just came to visit? I came as a family visitor, yeah. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. And how was that process to, like, switch your... It was really hard. Like, last week I actually got my confirmation of permanent residency. Holy but shit! But it's, like, after yeah, like, three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's really hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What's the process? So when you decided, okay, cool, I want to switch to permanent residency. Uh, honestly, I just wanted to work. I didn't, I came to Canada and I didn't know anything about this immigration market that mm -hmm. exists here. Like, it's, it's a huge market. Like, people are making money. Wait, that that's market. what I'm saying. When you say market, I'm like, what do you mean by market? Like, like it's an industry almost. Like, <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, like, there are so many companies dealing with immigration. You know, it's a, prof like, people are Holy professionalized shit. in wow. this area here. Okay, and I, I had no that. idea. I yeah, had yeah, no yeah. idea. Because, this is news to me. Yeah. And then I, I came here and everyone started talking about it. Everyone was like, so what are you going to do? What's your process? And I was like, uh, I came as a family <laughs> But I guess I should start looking at yeah. options. And then I realized that there were options for me to stay mm. uh, and work here. So I said, okay, so I will go for this, for, for the work experience. It will be good for me. It will mm -hmm. be good for my career. And then I realized how hard... <laughs> Was it to get just the work permit? Mm. So just to give you an idea, I got the work permit last year in December, end of November. I started working officially here in, a, in an organization in Canada in January. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, yeah, I didn't really, most of my time, I was actually just working from home with Brazil and China but while I was waiting for my work permit. Mm. And... Uh, it was kind of hard not to participate in the economy, kind of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but thank God I built things before coming here so I could just like work from home with the things I built oh, right, right, right. Um, in China and, and in Brazil as well. Mm -hmm. And okay, so you got the thing last year. What is the job? Now I'm working as a coordinator at YWCA Halifax. What does that involve? Um, our organization uh, exists to help women and girls and gender diverse folks to navigate the system, make sure that they uh, participate uh, in, in the society in a more equal way. So we have different kinds of programs, we have different kinds of initiatives. Um, uh, my program is the entrepreneurship programs, so uh. we have the educational side of the program we also have the mentorships we have consulting and we are creating a micro loan as well um, through the entrepreneurship program so our hope is that uh, more women and gender diverse folks can access valuable information in entrepreneurship and they can start up and actually grow and survive through what they're doing and thrive even hmm. And, you know, in the time you've worked in that position, do you see a lot of women entrepreneurs interested in, like, starting their own thing? There are a lot of people interested. There are so many amazing programs around uh, Halifax as well, different organizations doing similar things uh, with um, a different target, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
uh, our hub nowadays has around 60 women entrepreneurs mm. um, and we are always growing. So now I just started a new cohort this week uh, with three new entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, so it's, it's growing slowly, um, but there are many people interested because honestly, I, I, I don't see why people wouldn't be interested. It's like mostly uh, free um, resources for people and free opportunities, free information uh, in a country like Canada, which is a very expensive country, mm -hmm. even like to go to university here, you have to pay. So I don't see why people wouldn't uh, get more interested after we invest more in different strategies. Wow. And um, what are some of the businesses that you've seen the uh, participants of the program start? Mm -hmm. Most people want to start food businesses, which I love. I think it's uh, something that a, a city like Halifax really needs to, to invest more in initiatives, in solutions for these kinds of businesses even. I see them struggling a lot as well to start their food businesses because of the regulations, certifications, and all the processes. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, see, I just want to go to the restaurant and I eat. I, but I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because, you know, they yeah. have to make sure the food is healthy enough and all that stuff. So you have to get all these licenses just to start. And by food business, I'm just thinking restaurants. Are there other things that they do that are still in that realm? Yeah, like usually food businesses, fashion, uh, health and wellness we have as well. We have beauty-oriented uh, businesses. Uh, so there is a, a variety. Mm. But what I see people excited about is like, especially uh, newcomers, uh, they would um, connect more um, to us to help them to open their food businesses and bring their um, different styles of food to Halifax, which I think it's cool. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I love trying things. Eh, sometimes, sometimes. But, um, and then, so I guess in your position, how does it work? Um, see, I'm not a woman, but, you know, a, fem a, a, a woman, a female identifying person says, I have this business, and then they come to the YCW. YWCA. <laughs> oh, God, I did it. YWCA. Um, what happens? Um, yeah, so there is an application process. There is obviously uh, a full application that you have to fulfill. Uh, we will interview you just like to understand what's your idea about um, and just to make sure that uh, you understand the details about the program because it's a 10 weeks intensive course. Oh, there's uh, a training so component. First, yeah, there is a training component first and then after that you enter the hub uh, and there are different kinds of activities and, and things that we organize throughout the year. What, what would the 10 weeks, what type of training happens in the 10 weeks? Uh, we have all kinds of topics we cover marketing technology business i need planning. so much marketing training oh my god i think most um entrepreneurs is marketing that they fail in communication right like i feel like the idea and i talk a lot about this i feel like how are you going to connect with who you want to connect mm. with you know people what people need to understand 
your why, mm. right? People need to understand and connect to that, mm -hmm. and they need to understand how will, will they purchase or connect to you, and that should be clear. Mm. Uh, in the on the internet on on internet channels or you know if you are in a market in the in the marketplace and marketplace by marketplace I mean so many things so how are you connect mm. with people in the marketplace online mm -hmm. or offline? Mm -hmm. uh, wow. wow, wow, okay. So they done with the ten weeks. They enter the hub. Then what? Yes, and then we have networking events. Uh, we also organize markets, uh, opportunities ah, offline. So uh, sometimes we sponsor uh, market uh, tables, booths for them to just showcase their work. We also help them with process, like understanding the processes. So I want to grow and I need new strategies. So we connect them with, with um certain kinds of organizations that can help them go to the next level mm. yeah so basically help them navigate the system in entrepreneurship and the micro loan you want to talk a bit more about that uh it's a very weird we still didn't launch so i feel oh, like oh okay 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 the next time you invite me right right but then it'll be live okay okay cool but for now this is very fresh and mm. it's important that people recognize that there are many challenges in, 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 in entrepreneurship and the biggest challenge is financing, is funding. Money. Get funding, right? So that's why the microloan was a solution that we had to create. No, that's great. And how, how long you've been working there? Almost a year now. Yeah, it's not even a year, but it's been, I've been working with uh, these kind of programs since 2018. Oh. I started in China. I co-founded a community for women entrepreneurs there. Okay, and you're not just going to say that in passing. Talk, talk about the community. What, yeah, like... it's still it's still in China. Yeah, we we have an we have an office in Hangzhou. Uh, I'm not part of the team actively anymore because I have my job here and, yeah. and other things going on. But I love my group there. Uh, they are still thriving, organizing. Uh, we have more than 2,000 women connected to us oh, and we're very active on WeChat. Uh, we have two big community groups on WeChat with 500 people each. Holy um, smokes. Yeah. Why did you decide to start it? Because we were women in business, me and my other, uh, some other people I knew. Uh, actually, Daniela, she invited me to be, to co-found with her. Uh, because we were the only women at, at the table in, in different mm -hmm. events, in different, and we were like, what, what is happening? We need to, you know, engage with other women in business in China. And mm -hmm. we want to learn from Chinese women in business as well. Uh, we know we, we noticed that we were the only ones, and we were like, "Where where are the women in business?" So yeah. that was the motivation, wow. basically. Wow, wow, wow! That is amazing. Okay, so you do all these things. Like, are there any things you do for fun? Oh, a lot of. <laughs> 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 no, basically, DJing is my my DJing and playing samba with samba nova. Okay, samba nova is <laughs> yeah, that a here group? In Halifax. Oh, yeah. wow, wow, wow. DJ. Okay, so music has been this thread that has been through your life from your dad introducing you to all these amazing Brazilian musicians, to the music you love in China, to the music you've enjoyed all over the world, and now you're a DJ. 
Why, when did he decide to be a DJ? How, like, how do you decide what songs to play? Halifax brought me to that life, honestly. Mm. So when, when people ask me, what, what do you like about Halifax? I feel like Halifax really connected me with who I really was when I was like younger in Brazil. And people really encouraged me to like show what I know about like music. Mm. So people in Halifax just started encouraging me like, yeah, bring that. I like that. Uh, put your music. And I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start learning. So I started learning online with a free software. And then my friend Jamie Ling, which is, uh, I say Jamie Ling was my gold sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> my first sponsor. Uh, she uh, helped me with the gear. So I started... Uh, learning with the gear and then my other friend Maddie said she wanted to start DJing and we started this music and art collective together with Sally as well. W what is the collective called? Pourquoi pas? It's uh, French. French. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why? Why not? Yeah, yeah why not? pourquoi pas? Why yeah. not? Why not? Okay, so how does that work? All three of you DJ together at the same time, like, you know, different times? We've or? been, we've been, yeah, we've been collaborating. Me and Maddie uh, mostly play together, but we are also exploring, like, our own individualities as well next. Maybe we will start DJing, like, each one will have uh, their own set. Mm. We're just starting and having fun. Uh, and having a lot of support from our friends and the community. What is your typical set like? And do you have a DJ name? My name is Tawana. That's it. You just Tawana. use your name? Tao. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is cool. I like. Yeah. Right. And what's your typical Tawana set like? Brazilian groove, Brazilian boogie, Brazilian. Bring me Afro-Brazilian music uh carnival music okay. brazilian funk you need to share your playlist with me because man i'm always i love music i'm always looking for new songs and i remember so my child of child of, is it child of god oh the city, city of, of god, god is brazilian <laughs> yeah. right there's some amazing songs in that film i know yeah so, you know, I, I knew that, okay, I, I would love Brazilian mm. music. So there's so many songs in that film. It's like, it's, mm. a, it's a really, really powerful, but dark, dark film. Yeah. But the music that was in that film was so, wow. Like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And then I remember, you know, there's this app before like some phones can do it. You act Shazam, do you know this app? Yeah. You know, Shazam, the song, oh, there's like, I, do, I can't say the words, you know, but I love the song, so please, you got to share some of your playlists. You have to invite me just so we can talk about just Brazilian music. music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, there is, like I said, the more you talk about yourself, there's this different layers to you. There's the international person, there's the business person, there's the musician, there's mm -hmm. the DJ, all these things. How do you put all these things together and make it all work? Honestly, entrepreneurship puts everything together i would say entrepreneurship gives me a lot of room to be creative mm. innovate um everything in entrepreneurship like all the topics everything that you need to know is good information for all kinds of professions and everything that you want to do mm -hmm. in life basically 
so I, I think entrepreneurship is what holds everything together. Um, and I try to bring the, this creative, mm. uh, very creative mindsets to, to entrepreneurship, which people don't really like to do because entrepreneurship is often seen as a, you know, white, male, serious. And honestly, I never wanted it to be like that. It's not me. Mm -hmm. It's not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to be more, you know, dynamic. I want to have different colors. I want to, you know, this is important for me. Different flavors, different mindsets. Mm. This is innovation. Every person, if you study about innovation, it, it's all about that. It's all about being diverse, bringing different inputs mm -hmm. so that you create it a new solution for a specific problem. Wow. Okay, last one though. Um, I want to start a business. What are some things I should know or okay. prepare myself for? Uh, you need an idea, but the idea is not enough. You need to do a lot of market research. So look into real data that will back up your idea. So there's a lot of study that you have to really sit down and research mm. about what the industry that you want to enter, a lot of networking. So go in the marketplace and talk to people that are doing what you want to do or mm -hmm. doing something related to what you want to create. Mm -hmm. Talk, 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 ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. This is like the first 10 weeks of my <laughs> program. Right. Research, create your business plan, you know, see if it's actually doable, see, it's, uh, see if it's actually attainable, you know. Mm. We talk about smart goals. Is it uh, attainable? Is it time-oriented? Can you actually, do you have the resources to perform that? Do you have the skills to perform that? Mm. So it's, uh, I feel like the first step is understanding if you actually can perform that mm -hmm. create that if not what are the ways that i can uh make sure that i can perform that what people should i connect to uh, how much money will i need mm. so it's a little bit of uh, having a strategic thinking wow tawana it's fun talking to you and definitely i have to have you back because i love love music and i maybe even play a dj set maybe me too oh <laughs> my god thank you so much for coming today oh thank you it was an honor for me